The bats are out tonight. The ghosts are getting ready. Things will give you such a fright. I hope your nerves are steady. It's a night for a trick or treat and a spooky, weird refrain. So come and take a seat, cause it's Halloween.
spooky twins melissa and mel for this episode of napalm and friends and it's kind of funny how this episode was birthed into existence because when i was reporting you cherry (laughs) when i was talking to you on your episode art by cherry jane we were recording and when i record i use zoom so obviously you know the guest and myself you know we can see each other and it was during the interview that you noticed my door in the back kept opening <laughs> and Ugh. it wasn't until no, no after, i didn't say anything but yeah it wasn't until after we stopped recording that you that you said hey i don't want to like i didn't want to say anything dirty <laughs> your door kept opening by itself and i had a moment of holy shit i don't know if my house or if my apartment is haunted and i might be on edge because i just recently watched ouija board origins of evil so good yeah matt my she loves that one it is so damn good. So and whoever's listening, definitely watch that movie. But because of that movie, for a split second, I forgot I had a cat who does not like closed doors. Oh. So. But it was so slow. <laughs> like it, I, she was talking and I just see the door like creak open. And then uh, we kept, we were talking, I forgot what we were talking about, but I'm like, I'll, I'll ask about that later. <laughs> because uh, automatically my mind is going to go to it's haunted. <laughs> like that's yeah. my, where that's exactly where it goes. Like instantly. You're so calm about it. Any, no, anytime something <laughs> happens, now it's a ghost. It's a curse. <laughs> it's a banshee. <laughs> so just like what you said, Mel, like you were just so calm about it afterwards. You're like, hey, so your door, you're like, <laughs> by itself. And I was like, oh shit. 
But then that led into a conversation about how you two are just obsessed with horror movies. And then it kind of came about where I'm like, you know what, let's just record an episode about horror movies or what we like, and then just kind of share it out there. And now- Yay, perfect time of year. No, exactly. So I think I'm at a better time to kind of get the conversation going. What, or how did you guys get into horror movies? Um, I know Cherry mentioned it in the last episode. We were exposed to horror movies at a really young age. Way too young. Way too young, um, <laughs> enough to where we're, we were comfortable with it. As far back as I can remember, there was always something scary playing um, in our household. What was one of the first horror movies that you guys came across or that you guys can recall? Evil Dead 2 is um, one of the earlier memories I have of watching something. Um, the scene where um, Ash's girlfriend is outside um, without her head dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember just being terrified by it, but really mesmerized by it at the same time. Yeah, if you see her artwork though, it totally, she she pointed that out the other day and I was like, no shit, that's how you draw. Like every, her room is like just creepy drawings that she does and they all look like that scene. Wispy, willowy. Like really like thin, yeah. tall, like spooky, long fingered, but like look at like, and then if you look at her, it makes so much sense. Like I always, we always say she needs to be a hand model for scary movies. Not for like regular stuff. <laughs> she has like the longest, creepiest hands I've ever seen. They're like completely covered in tattoos and she's got these long ass nails. But yeah, we never, we didn't really put that together until like, like again, till we talked to you. So that's pretty funny. I traced it back. <laughs> it makes so much sense. So definitely a heavy influence from Evil Dead. And is there any other movie that kind of kickstarted that, the fascination for horror for you guys? Or was it just the Evil Dead? Which by the way, it's a really great trilogy. Oh, I know they're so good. Uh, let me think. I know we grew up watching, oh my gosh, we had like, where was the supervision, right? I think our first movie together in the theaters was um, was Blair Witch Project. <laughs> so multiple times. I mean, we saw it a, a yeah, bunch we, of times. We were, like, but uh, our, our mom worked at a mall. So like, it, like in the mall, there was a movie theater. I'm like, I wish that was still a thing. That was so cool. But we used to go to that theater and we would just like, my, I don't know, one of our parents just dropped us off and then let us watch that. <laughs> so, but as far, we didn't really like that one though. Like anything, like, you know, that was one of the scariest, it's still one of the scariest things that I can think of, you know, the whole thing where he's like, a, like looking at the wall at the last scene, like it's still, yeah. it still haunts me. Oh, Carrie, Carrie messed Ooh, us up. Oh, yeah. That's such a good movie. Like, you know, just like that that era too. And then that age, like being that age and like having to go through that. And I love Stephen King though. Yeah. I think Carrie was one of my first mo- books by him that I read, so. But yeah, no, speaking of Stephen King, um, my fa- I think growing up, my favorite, and still my favorite movie is It, you know, the 1990s adaption mm-hmm. of It. Like, cause that's my favorite book. Like, I know I told them I'm a big Harry Potter nerd, but even more than Harry Potter, it's eclipsed by It. Like that's just favorite movie and then favorite book for sure. She's read it um, countless times, oh, yeah. audiobook or- I always just... find something. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be lying around the house. Yes. You know, it's um, we used to for... watch it for Christmas. <laughs> oh yeah, that is our Chris. That is a Christmas movie. Why is that? If you don't mind me asking. <laughs> uh, the comfort. I don't know, man. Like it just the comfort of that movie. I know what's gonna happen. I know that they kind of make like most of them make it out okay. Um, <laughs> Tim, there's something about Tim Curry though. It's just <laughs> we know he's okay. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, we we like having him around. He's too lovable in that movie. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> You know, it's funny, like speaking of the whole like first movies that we watched, I vividly remember The Exorcist was my first movie. And I remember it was on New Year's Eve 
my cousins were all watching it. Like it was a family get together. My cousins were in the den and they were watching The Exorcist. And so I'm the cousin where I'm not, you know, in the older age range, I'm not in the youngest. And, you know, I wanted to be with the cool kids. Like I wanted to be with the older kids. And I kept going in and out of the den. And I remember one of the first scenes that really freaked me out was that spider walk. When she's like going down Oh my gosh, down the stairs? Oh my God, dude, that scarred me for life. And then my cousin got mad because I kept going in and out. I would get scared and I would leave and I would be like, no, I want to be with the And I would come back. And so my cousin like sit here or, you know, leave. And I was like, okay, okay, like I'll sit. And how old were you? I was like nine at the time. I I really wanted to belong, but- um, I get that feeling, yeah, for sure. So I, my sleep was wrecked for like the next couple of weeks where I'm just like, damn, you know, you know, there's demons out there. You know, I, again, I grew up in a very conservative Catholic family. So this really just fucked me up. It must've been shocking, that, especially that movie being Catholic. Dude, definitely. You know, like there's that religious trauma, you know, layer to it. What scares me about The Exorcist and like things about demons is like, you know, we've been told for like by our family members that are religious, you think they're gonna tell you like, oh no, that's not real. Don't worry about it. But then they're like, oh, it's real. Yeah. Like you can, it can happen if you let it, if you let the demon, if you let them in, then you're done for coming. Yeah. Like you don't want to hear that. And I was like, I was going to Sunday school on top of that, which it just, it, again, it really fucked me up. And I remember, oh God, like it, my little sister, it all ties in. My little sister was, or is obsessed with cats. But when she was younger, she would pretend that she was an, a cat or a lion and she would run oh. on all fours. So after <laughs> that movie, oh. I like, I remember in my old house, you know, I was standing in the kitchen and here comes my little sister running on all fours, like pretending that she's a lion. And I froze and I was like, do I kick her? Like, do I do it like punch her? <laughs> <I> <laughs> <kick> her. <laughs> At least you thought about it. And I like just panicked and I was like, oh my God, she's gonna come and take out my legs or I don't know why she's gonna like come pee on the floor and tell me that I'm gonna die tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> That is so funny. And she was just being herself and she was just being a cat. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> And that's, yeah, dude, I'm like, I was convinced that she was possessed at that point where I'm like, oh my God, we need to hold an exorcism for my sister. Then that got changed later on when there was like a little mini earthquake and I just felt my bed move. And then in my head, it clicked. I was oh like, I'm next. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna be possessed. This is it. I can't go to cat anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, is, that timing is too much. Dude, that's how I felt where, I mean, looking back at, at it now, I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. But at that moment, I was just petrified where I'm like, I'm next, I'm, I'm possessed, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I did, but I'm next. Oh man, Pazuzu, Pazuzu, gang Pazuzu. <laughs> yeah, right? Coming to Linwood, coming to Linwood. You know, um, we just recently saw that, I mean, have you watched the whole thing? It's not all of it. It kind of really freaked me out. Our, yeah, our husbands gave us such a hard time because we, like we said, we know all these scary movies. We've seen so many scary movies, but the classic, most iconic, which I think The Exorcist is up there yeah, as far yeah. as like, what's the best horror movie? What's gonna like freak you the fuck out? It's The Exorcist. And we just recently saw it. Like I'm talking like last year. Ooh. So I think I saw a glimpse of her head spinning. Oh, we've seen the, the clips and you know, cause like, you know, it, it, I feel like it was on, what, what channel was it, TBS, TNT? There was, playing, a, there was a cable channel that had it on quite often. Playing calmly in the background. Yeah, but we've never sat down and watched it. And um, I still haven't finished it. 
Like George, he's always giving me a hard time. He's like, we're gonna watch The Exorcist. And then it went off of one of the stream. We, it was on Netflix or one of the other streaming services and he had it queued up and then I'm like, and then it got taken off. And then I'm just like, oh no, <laughs> I guess we can't watch it. Oh, I read one of the, um, one of the characters are in there was an actual serial killer. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, I was, I, re I read up more about the movie than actually watching it. I'm pretty yeah. chicken about it. It's it so just creepy. turned out that like reality is obviously far more terrifying than, you know, film.
You know what's funny though is I feel like with the most recent movie, well, I mean, I just last night I watched uh, The Night House, which is pretty decent. I, I enjoyed it. Um, Ooh, I haven't heard of that one. It just came out in theaters not so long ago, and then it's like on Prime. You can rent it or buy it. It's pretty. Ooh, love Prime. <laughs> it's pretty decent. I wouldn't say it. Ex- <sighs> I don't know how to describe it, other than the fact that I kind of noticed that a theme was. Um, violence against women and I told my roommate and I was like interesting that I feel like horror movies really mirror society like I had to write a paper on how vampires were English nerd here (laughs) Um, (laughs) so I used Bram Stoker's Dracula as like the starting point of how it mirrors society where Lucy is like she has multiple men that are after her and she is more in in her own skin, like she owns her sexuality and that and how she dies off in the book versus Nina, where she sticks to the female norms at the time and how she survives, you know, and the minute that she's Oh, that is so away, true. So like the minute that she's tempted to stray away, she's near death. But when she comes back to the norm, like, you know, she's saved. How the evolution of vampires change depending on what's going on in society. Like, oh God, with Lestat, uh, interview with a vampire. Oh yeah, that's her fame. <laughs> Dude, it's such a beautiful movie. And I thought it was interesting how it mirrors society in the sense where they touch upon taboo, where like the homosexual like tones in the movie, you know, was just very taboo in society at the time. Versus- I never thought about that. Cause the nineties, yeah. I mean, now if they did any movie with a vampire, I feel like it'd be less, yeah, taboo, you know, because there's totally, yeah, there's some over overtones in my opinion in that movie. Oh yeah. I was there for it. Oh yeah, for sure. No. I, yeah, I, I rooted for them. <laughs> no, and then, oh god, there's a. What's that other vampire movie where there's a blood shortage? Ah, Twilight. I'm just no. kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, Daywalkers. Daywalkers. Is it Daywalkers? I believe so. I know that there's like a blood shortage and like some of the vampires Willem are like Dafoe. forced. Which one? It's with Will. Yeah, yeah. It's um with Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Neill, the, 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 um, not Aussie, the New Zealand actor from Jurassic Park. Um, mm. and the girl everyone thinks is Hermione from Harry Potter, but it's not her. Yeah, they have a blood shortage. And they, when you, like, the people, even like the, the rich, the rich vampires are surviving, if I'm not mistaken. And they're all hoity toity. They don't want to find a cure because they don't have to worry because they have, they have the means, but everyone else is starving and turning into these, like, even creepier creatures. Oh, I haven't seen it. You would like yeah. it. It's a little hard to watch. Some of the scenes are really, like, icky. Ooh, yeah. Like, and, you know, we see a lot of, we've seen a lot of movies, but, like, the blood and, like, something about the blood in that movie, too, it's like they added more thickness to it. So I, it like, really I like, I like thicker blood. So I might like it. Yeah, so no, she, I'm surprised you like it came out in around like early 2000s, didn't it? Like 2000. I think mid to early 2000s, because it was, I think mid 2000s, if I'm not mistaken. But um, that one is a good movie. That plot was very, very um, creative. I, I liked it. No, definitely. And that's why, that's where I know where, you know, look what was happening in society. It was like the housing market was crashing. Oh. It was just like the economy was just hanging on by a thread. And then you look at these horror movies and how it reflects. And I thought, I think it's just absolutely fantastic looking at the history. I mean, I don't know if you guys watch um, the movies that made us. It's on Netflix, you know. I have, yes. They just recently came out with like um, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween. Friday the 13th, like, or at least those are the episodes I've watched so far. And I think it's really interesting, like, the phenomenon of, of these, like, slasher movies that came out in the 80s. And yeah, 
There's more to it as to why I cannot recall at the moment. Uh, I need to watch them still. They're in my queue because I just I watched the ones that you know like Dirty Dancing, um, what, Home Alone, I think, Forrest Gump. But yeah, no, that's I definitely need to watch those. Dude, you should. It's so good and it's so enlightening. Like. I remember with the last episode that I watched where they were talking about Friday the 13th, the only reason they came out with Friday the 13th was because we're, they saw like, well, Halloween's making a lot of money. It's like, let us try this. The next holiday. I didn't know that. See, I love learning stuff like that. That's awesome. I mean, that that franchise is pretty pretty epic. I mean, I still prefer Halloween than, I don't know, than um, Jason, or, and I don't know, yeah, Jason and Freddy, if I was gonna pick one, I think Freddy. Freddy is charismatic. He's charismatic. Okay. <laughs> he's got a little attitude. No, he does have that sass, and he's a character that talks and is more interactive versus the other two, where they just kind of like- Oh yeah, they're very quiet. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure, because yeah, Halloween started it. I know there was another one. What, do you remember the name of it? There was another horror movie that came out before Halloween and it was about a, a masked serial killer. But it was like the you first one. Tom? Yeah, it's some, yeah, I think that's what oh, it's called. Or the, the house, or the town that dreaded sundown had the masked killer. Yes. Yeah, and that came out before Halloween. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that's good. Ooh. It is so damn good. The trumpet scene in the, the <laughs> yeah. town that dreaded sundown, I thought it was hilarious. The knife on a trumpet. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I you thought it was imagine. hilarious. <laughs> But it's funny, like the reason why I watched that movie because I'm also, I have this weird fascination with like serial killers and like unsolved mysteries and murders and whatnot, is that Same. that movie was based on the Texarkana murders where these like you know horny teens were killed in their cars and it was just these really yeah. random murders in the small town. So they actually made that movie because I think it was the director or the writer actually lived in the town when he was a little kid when all of that was happening so when he grew up he goes well that was terrifying like let me make my own horror movie based off of this hey man and then so that's where they got the whole like if you're like like going back into like how it ties into society like if you're a virgin you're gonna survive but if you're at lover's lane if you're you're necking over there you're gonna die (laughs) like you know like all the times like you know just like like teaching kids these kids a lesson like, I know they definitely pushed that out into the media. You know, these teens spotted in Lover's Lane, horribly slain. Horribly slain. <laughs> That's what you Don't guys get. do it. Don't listen to your hormones, kids will die. <laughs> no, it's, Man, it's crazy. Yeah, it is interesting how they kind of like really push those narratives in those horror movies. It's like, oh, you know, uh, those like horror movie tropes, like the final girl, like who is going to be that final girl? Yeah, she's a virgin most of the time too. Like she's right? like, I think that's why we like Scream so much because I think, man, I think Scream is the first set of movies that kind of talks about it. And they, it's like making fun of itself, which I think is pretty mm-hmm. rad. Like it's, but it's still scary. But then they like, they talk about like all the, the rules, but then they break them. And like throughout the whole series, like, you know, like I think what like, cause Nev Campbell is the final girl. And then they're making fun of her like, oh, you're not gonna survive now. Cause you just like, cause she loses her virginity to the murderer. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, we already played that game. <laughs> we already played that game. <laughs> <laughs> It is a good movie, like for all the reasons that you listed as far as like how they list these tropes and then they break them. And Mm -hmm. I think that is really important. I think that is something that I really look for in horror movies. Don't get me wrong, like I like the classic plot lines, you know, they're great. Yeah. But when they turn it on its head, that's where I'm just like, oh shit, you know, like that was amazing.
back to the movie that we mentioned earlier, uh, Ouija board, Origins of Evil. I have not been that scared in such a long time. You know, before we started recording, I was talking to my roommate 
about like, why does it freak me out that that little girl is like up on the ceiling? Obviously it's in an unnatural position. And we joked, it's like, well, because you're tall and you don't expect anyone to be above you. So it's like, it just kind of freaks you out. You know, like there's like something above yes. the back. Yeah, that part is creepy. Oh my God. It What's just... her, the actress's name? She's so adorable. She's so cute. Lulu something. She did a really she good job. She did a good job. No, the way that that plot was different too. Like we were talking about at the last, or last time I talked to you, the original Ouija movie was so bad. Cause it was, I think it was pretty predictable. Like they tried to throw a twist in there at the end and it was good. And I think it almost made the movie okay. It was close it to was, being good. It was, yeah, like there's just something missing. And I think that, um, what's his face? Mike Flanagan just kills it with all his movies. And that like every movie he's had, I mean, like we said, Hush was okay, but, um, uh, like the haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor, like all the like the little twists that he does, you look back and you watch the movie again, and they're like, oh look, he's telling us right there, like he's totally telling us the like what's gonna happen. Yeah, no, or uh, the Ouija origin or what do they call it, a prequel? So much better. Yeah, so it's definitely good. I highly recommend whoever is listening to this to watch it uh, because, like I said. I was sweating like I was because <laughs> my anxiety I was like oh my god you know like the priest went in and then when he comes out it's you like, know, it's it's real. <laughs> and it just it freaked me out uh, oh. and then you know it's funny that you mentioned the movie Hush because that one gave me such bad anxiety you know like this deaf woman who's trying to escape this one intruder that's going to try who's trying to get in to murder her um, Did you see that no, one? No, I have It's haven't. with um, Theo. I love Theo. Yeah, no, so she's married to the director. Oh. I know, yeah, She so she's in it. And I think that was her first thing. No, I'm not, no, no, that's not it. Because she was in Origins of Evil. She had a little cameo in that. So I'm not sure the order. But um, no, yeah, she did a good job in that, though. I think the only thing I didn't like about it is the, the, the villain could have been, I don't know. Like, he wasn't my favorite. But just watching, like, there's a part where she's she can't hear, like, and she's typing. And then when you see him just walk by, right? Uh, and doesn't he, like, walk right behind her? That, yeah, no, that part was super spooky. Yeah, because, I mean, it's... What I also think is interesting is that the protagonist is this deaf woman, and it, it kind of brought to light of, you know, ableism, and it kind of brings a... I don't want to say like a fresh note to a character, because, like, it just widens the horizons for our characters of what oh, they can I agree. and what they yeah 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 i guess who like what they can be because it goes to a quiet place as well where one of the characters is deaf and so like the family has to speak sign language and the actress is deaf i believe you know please correct me she is in real life yeah and that's what i think is really interesting is that we're starting to kind of look at horror movies and we want it to be more inclusive and that's what I appreciate mm -hmm. about Hush and A Quiet Place, where it's like, okay, cool. Like, these aren't just your regular able-bodied characters. Like, there's, you know, something else to them that also adds a layer to the horror movie. Yeah, more representation. Yeah, more, yeah, I have been noticing, yeah, I, yeah, there's been a lot more representation in horror movies, too. Yeah, that, I love that. Man, that movie did give me anxiety because I, I we, we have children. And we know that like, they're not going to stay quiet. Like, that movie made me so anxious. Oh, he did. Oh, man, that was such a good movie. Like, the family ties in that. Like, at the end, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but, like, the end, you know what I'm talking about? I know, exactly. When, like, that, uh, oh, yeah. She, I was reading up about that. That actress, I don't know her name, but she came up with that part, if I'm not mistaken. Like, that she said, hey, we should, you should say this, like, to, like, what in your last scene. Break my heart. Break our hearts, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
So what do you guys look for in horror movies? Like, it seems like, I know I usually prefer like supernatural horror movies, like that really gets my blood going, or like serial killers, but what do you guys look for? Um, similar, but I think you like more of the serial killer. I, yeah, I love serial killers. Yeah, she does, so no, she's always, like, always been like, reading really, up on them. Really <laughs> into serial killers. <laughs> Did you know this? I know, she, yeah. Yo, who's your favorite on Ted Bundy? Or not favorite, but like the most interesting to you. He was the most um, fascinating one. Just also like scary movies. We were exposed to serial killers in depth for some reason at a oh, young yeah. age. Yeah, yeah. Um, the yeah. fact that he was seemingly normal and that all he had to do was charm people and but he was totally unhinged and he had nothing really detrimental to his childhood to make him that way. So um, he was up there. Um, I can't think of anyone. <laughs> I wasn't expecting uh, I want to say there's been, I mean, of course, there's been movies inspired by Ted Bundy. Because um, I know like John Wayne Gacy and, oh God, what's the other one where he, <gasps> Jeff, no, not Jeffrey Dahmer. Ed Gein? Ed Gein, thank you so much. Uh, they were inspiration for the movie like Psycho and um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. So oh, I think that's one that I will not watch. Which one? Yeah, that one. Uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre in any of them. Um, we saw that way too young. It was playing on in the morning. It would be, yeah, no. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Who needs like Saturday morning cartoons when you have Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Have a good day. I'm just gonna leave this on the TV. Bye, guys. You're seven. <laughs> Might be back later. I don't know. Oh my gosh. No, those movies. Those, yeah, like I, I love horror movies. Obviously, that's what we're talking about. But the movies that I just cannot do or I can't stomach or anything where it could happen. Like you know, like 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 some crazy family could like kidnap you and they don't care that they're like like tor like anything with torture. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. Like those Saw movies. I cannot. Um, what's the other one? Hostel. We watched that. We were teenagers, so we we went and we watched it. Like, and I remember seeing it. I'm like, this really fucked me up. I'm not in a good way where I need an escort to the bathroom right now. And in a way that I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking something's happening like that right now. I don't like, want to go abroad. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're not going anywhere <laughs> out of the country after that movie. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, when I hear about my my friends going out out of the country, especially awesome. women, I'm just like, oh boy. <laughs> I don't know. It but um. <laughs> Yeah, anything that could really happen, like anything, you know, like with kids and stuff, I, I just can't do it. So like, I, oh, I, yeah, yeah, I I'll think, change it. Yeah, no, we'll change it. Yeah. Like we're not that hardcore, you know what I mean? But um, I like, like you said, I like supernatural stuff. I like um, Wes Craven. I think we both oh, like Wes Craven. Oh yeah, Wes so Craven could have to be up there for us because it's like, it's campy. You're not campy? He has humor, humor to yeah, it. Hu yeah, it's humorous. Yeah. Like yeah. the Scream series. Cursed was amazing. Oh my God. Yeah, the Scream series is amazing. Cursed is one of the most underrated. Have you seen it? I haven't actually. Oh, you would love it. It's um, it's, so it's called Cursed. It, it's a fun werewolf movie. It's a werewolf movie and it's, okay. it's Wes Craven. And it's so cheesy, but in the best way. Like it's with Christina Ricci and um, Jesse Eisenberg. Okay. Like, I'm surprised more people don't know about it. it and it's the guy with the Mighty Ducks. What's his name? I don't know. Dawson's Creek. Jo Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I'm going to put it on my list. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's just such a, you can watch, it's like, we can even, like, there's some some gory parts, but not really. They, oh, Maya's in it. Maya's in it. There's Scott Bales in it. <laughs> yeah, no, I love Wes Craven, because I, I do like some humor in it. Like, um, yeah, uh, what's the one we just watched? Oh, Freaky. Haven't seen that one either. Such, oh my gosh. If you have HBO Max, it's on there right now. It's um, it's with Vince Vaughn. 
and he's he sw- he bought it's like Freaky Friday and the hot chick and and, a, and, and scream and, yeah. in one movie. And Vince Vaughn just does an amazing job at playing that playing a teenage girl. Dude, that seems like such an interesting mix. Like I'm, I'm already sold based on how you described it. As far as like Freaky Friday, it's so good. He was brilliant. No, I think because I was telling George, like it's one of my favorite movies in general yeah. because they also play on like they talk about the um what do you call it the dynamics of horror movies like they t- they make fun of they, it kind of makes fun of itself almost like just like the characters i was telling mal how refreshing it is that um so her like the her two best friends um one of them is gay and he's not like coming out like he's not like 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 he's like really he's out and he's or he's been out there's no like you know like usually there's like a backstory where it's like how do they find themselves but he's just 100 percent himself mm-hmm. and he even yells at one of the girls because they're running and then what does she say like are we gonna be okay he's like no you're black and i'm gay <laughs> like we're gonna get murdered <laughs> like we're the first to go so it's like talking about like because you know like it's usually like a white like like main character and everything and then they survive and then they have like the you know they have like the casualties the, the casualties yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how you put it like the first victims yeah. you know like they're people of color or you know what i mean or yeah so you need to watch that movie like they there's a few times that they make fun of the genre which i just always appreciate i think there was some um carrie references oh my too. gosh yeah for sure like that yeah because she's so timid yeah in the beginning just wayfish and timid and that's such a good movie with yeah. the hot jock that likes her oh i know yeah they even like make fun of the whole like like the creepy jock people in it like oh they were know, horrible like, they're so, like, we won't spoil too yeah, much no no we won't we won't because right. there's this I'm thing already, I'm already <laughs> yeah, this already sounds really good I'm, i might have to watch it tonight actually do it especially if the other one freaked you out um it's just like whenever we watch a really scary like i don't know when i when i watch a really scary movie and it really fucks me up i always like to watch like a lesser scary or a, yeah. Uh, so something that's gonna buffer my 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 nightmares, I guess. I don't know. Aww.
there's the door. <laughs> and there's my cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I kind of got scared I turning around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of got scared turning around. I'm like, well, what if it's not? I know, I was gonna say, what, what cat? What cat? <laughs> no, it's Hi, Hi. Let me prove it. Um, oh you little troublemaker. It's funny. Is that not like the cat in um, Pet Cemetery? Oh, Pet Cemetery. You know, I haven't seen that. I've only ever seen bits and pieces oh, as a kid. That's the that's the cat. That's the no, <laughs> no. I think so. In the original um, Pet Cemetery, like I mean, speaking of trauma, oh my gosh, that one. You haven't seen it? No, I've only seen bits and pieces as a kid. Did you know about the part that messes everyone up? <laughs> no, what's the part? The part. Zelda. Oh, yeah. oh my God, Melanie used to. Oh, this bitch. She used to scare me so bad when we were. When we didn't get along growing up. I don't know if you could tell, just because we love each other so much now. Now. But um, she would hide. And <laughs> she would just scare the shit out of me. Like she would pop up because there's a scene in Pet Cemetery because in the in the plot, you know, the the main character, the, the wife, she has childhood um trauma from taking care of her older sister who had scoliosis. And, uh, yeah, there's the cat. That's your cat. That's Winston. That's the cat from Pet Cemetery. But anyways, like, I mean, there's no spoilers because that movie's old and it's like people, they know it. But um, she, there's a part where she's having a nightmare where her sister, it, she was like deformed looking in the movie. She has spinal meningitis. Spin not, 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 yeah. So spinal meningitis. And she crawls at her like this and she's like, what did she say? It should have been you or something really messed up. <laughs> but anyways, she, Melanie, she hid in, like, it was when we were in eighth grade. Do you remember doing that? Yeah. She hid, because <laughs> I had a room where I had to walk in the room and go and plug the light on, and she knew that. And I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a scaredy cat still. Like, I still check behind the shower curtain, you know? Like, I don't know what's gonna happen if someone's behind it, but like, I always have to check. But she would hide behind, like, and hide behind my bed and, and pop out at me, and I would just be so scared. <laughs> Dude, but yeah, pet cemetery. Siblings, like, Oh God, I remember like one of the most fucked up things that my sisters ever did to me was made me believe that I was dead because I wanted to play with what? them. I know. I would want to play with them and my two older sisters, you know, they're monsters, but they're family. But uh, <laughs> they were just like in the room and I come in, I'm like, oh, hey, you know, what are you guys doing? Like, can I join or whatever? And they're just like, oh, it got colder in here. And I was like, hey, like, no, it's it's fine. You know, like the temperature hasn't changed. And then my other sister goes, she goes, do you hear something? I don't know. I'm no. just cold and like, just, I hear like some mumbling and they made me believe like I was a ghost for a couple of like minutes. <laughs> Feels like Nanny's with us. Right? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, no, this is like some other shit here. I'm like, no, I'm here, That's I'm like fine. me, but that is such that commitment. so intricate. To, to, so they're older than you, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, Oh, as a baby. middle child, like, I suffered a lot. Yeah, we would have done to one of our younger cousins, you know, like like play a prank like that. Yeah, like kids can be pretty fucking mean. Like I don't know, yeah. like, like especially when you know. I think fear is the easiest thing to manipulate when you're an older sibling. Like if you know that they're scared of something. Mm -hmm. I used to tell our cousin, um, if you didn't get your tonsils <laughs> taken out, they would grow and grow until they exploded. They, yeah, because one of their siblings, the youngest one, did get her her tonsils taken out because you know be, uh, for for some medical reason. But then we like I can't believe yeah. they haven't taken yours out yet. Oh, I mean, how old are you now? You're about to be ten. That's strange. <laughs> Maybe it skips you. <laughs> oh. No, kids are mean. I was so I mean. Bad, no. I know, <laughs> dude. You know, it, again, it goes back to like just reality is far more far more cruel than like what we see on the screen. All in good fun, but 
it definitely yeah. shapes who we are today. And what I think is interesting about you two is that how horror movies and anything like spooky related has really influenced both of your guys' art. So I know we spoke about um, oh, yeah. artwork. And what I think is interesting is it also shows in your work, Mel. And for those of you who don't know, like Mel creates these amazing, intricate pieces of art. She has an Etsy shop. I will be tagging both the Etsy shop and her Instagram page. So please go check it out. So I don't know if you want to like go ahead and talk about that a little bit, like the influences of- Oh, thank you. And in your art. Um, so I make, uh, they're pretty creepy looking. They're very creepy. Um, Look at this cat butt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Um, I make wind chimes and um, witch bells. A witch bell is placed on your doorknob. Um, it has bells and other charms on it. Um, it wards off uh, negative energy and evil spirits. The bells are supposed to um, scare them away. Mm -hmm. And I also make um, sculptures out of dismembered secondhand <laughs> baby, baby dolls. dolls. <laughs> yeah, I saw, and it was really interesting. Uh, you, one of my favorites, or two of my favorites, is you use these picture frames. It's all these like beautiful roses, and then it's these baby doll arms and like feet that are coming like coming out and I was like that's so oh thank you spooky but I love it it's just it's definitely a conversation starter and then the <laughs> other one was I noticed like the snake that's intertwined with all the roses and I think there's definitely a balance between this dark spooky element with this very elegant beauty with your work thank you oh, that's, yeah and I have to say you know Melanie has not only the shakiest hands ever, so the fact that she can do these intricate things, but she also has a very, very attached baby at home who is livid anytime she tries to do anything for herself. <laughs> yes. So I just always am amazed at the things she makes. Like she'll she'll be like on Maddox and then she'll go and be doing something else. Like she's like, bam, bam, bam. And she's like, just like, she makes bracelets too. Like all these pieces are so, and it's just so much her that it makes me so happy like that. And she's getting such a good reception here in Vegas too. Thank like you. seeing her artwork up at that coffee shop, I'm just like, man, she made that. Oh my gosh, like she made that. Thank you. Like she, and she goes like hunting for sticks in the neighborhood. Like she goes to find like these things in the neighborhood, like, you know, to, to put these pieces together. And to then, my son's credit, he helps me out yes. with that. <laughs> He's handing me, uh, he hands me sticks all the time. Like, oh, like this That's is what you're looking sweet. for. And uh, pretty rocks and he kisses all the bells. Yeah, of so the anybody bell. who is thinking about getting one, like they're kissed by a baby. <laughs> That's sweet. I will be tagging your Etsy page and your Instagram page. And then, as you mentioned, you just had this event at a coffee shop where you displayed all of your work. Um, so definitely go give her a follow because that way you can see like obviously her artwork, art, God, I can't talk today, artwork. Um, and then that way you can also see future events. Um, I mean, is there any other future events coming up for either of you guys or? Oh man. Um, I don't have any, um, I usually, you know what though, she is going to be having her artwork um, displayed soon. There's a, there, so there's two local skate shops opening up. One is actually already open. It's called Death Drop Skate Shop. They're amazing, but they're, they have an art corner too. Like they have another artist in there already and they they wanted, um, they, they want, would like to have Mel's work up. So I'll definitely be sharing photos when that happens. So I'll be tagging both Art for Terry Jane and Magic by Mel. I believe I got that right. It was oh, it's Strange Magic, but yeah. Strange Magic. <laughs> strange I Magic. Yeah. I apologize. I'll no, you're okay. Your guys' pages.
But yeah, I don't Thank know. I mean, is there any other horror movies that like heavily influence your guys' art? Oh my gosh, I didn't. I've never thought about that. I know. Oh, I mean, Beetlejuice for me. Um, just, I mean, I love Tim Burton. Like, yeah, I feel like Tim Burton influenced yeah. both of us actually. Um, what else? Oh my gosh, yeah, Tim Burton for sure. I never really thought about that. I mean, they have a was it Miss Argentina in that always. <laughs> made me so happy because she was so pretty and she was a pinup but she's cut in half like, like no the the wrist one that one and then there's the other girl who was cut in half with the legs i don't yeah, even think she has a name in that one she's beautiful too yeah and then my sister loves sleepy hollow that's like one of her other most favorite movies it's i think yeah my favorite movie ever is oh. sleepy hollow although um all the witchy aspects to it um i loved immediately I think we saw that in theaters. We did see that in theaters, yes. That's the first um, beheading I remember seeing. Ooh, that part, that all oh. the part where it closes up, like, you know the part where it shows what happened to his mom and she's like in that weird creepy cage thing? That one, that's another movie. I feel like if we're gonna write down like movies that like fuck you up. <laughs> in a good way. In a good way, yeah. it would be, it'd be up there. That was the first, um, the first time I recall a, a good witch. That's true. Yeah, because all the other ones are like witches, even like they're horrible, like they eat children. Yeah, love but that book though. Even Glinda was Glinda, questionable. Yeah, she's questionable. I don't know about her. What's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite? Which one? Katrina from Sleepy Hollow. Oh, that's her name, Cat. Aww. You know what we were talking about too? Or um, we were talking about um, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. That really, that was one of our favorite things. Like we would always like the fact that there's a playlist on Disney Plus. Like it just like if you had told us that at a young age that we wouldn't have to like go through our VHSs and like fast forward. <laughs> it was you worth it. Mean, like it was worth it. Yeah, I the same exact thing. I remember when I was a kid, it's like I was obsessed with Treehouse of Horror. Like looking back at the very first one, they do um, the Raven. And then I was like, oh, yes. my love for, you know, Edgar Allan Poe and, you know, for literature. And I was like, holy shit, you know, there's more to these cartoons than what people give credit for. Yep. And I remember one year, I believe I was like in fifth grade, I got sent away to a science camp. Sent um, away to science camp. <laughs> and it's like, I say like it's a punishment. Um, <laughs> and I remember a it was on Halloween movie. week. And I was so pissed. And I was like, no, like, I can't no. get reading. I can't watch Treehouse of Horror. So I remember, like, asking my sister, I'm like, please, you know, record this. Like, we had our VHS, um, like, tape recorder. And my sisters, you know, thank God, they actually recorded it for me. And I was like, at least I had that. They did. And I remember, Good. And I just, I remember, like, Halloween night, the camp counselors were like, oh, you know, we're gonna go on a night hike, you know, we're gonna go stargazing. I'm like, no, like, I've seen enough. No. <laughs> this is not a good idea. <laughs> it's Halloween and you want to go out in the dark? <laughs> right? Also a full blood moon going outside. Oh man, it's 20, it's the 20 year anniversary of when all those students were killed. <laughs> 20 years <laughs> ago tonight. <laughs> on a night just like That's always how they start out too, like, oh yeah. Nothing bad is gonna happen tonight. No, <laughs> feeling really good. <laughs> oh my god! Like, Poor thing. I yeah, yeah, no, I would have been too. Why would they plan that on Halloween? That's horrible. Oh, right? A good intention. Like maybe yeah. they were just like yeah. optimistic about it. No, and I was pissed, and I was like, "This sucks, dude." I was like, "One, I'm already in science camp, and then like two, it's like they still gave us homework." And I was like, "This is like the <laughs> shittiest thing ever." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I guess I saw stars, so I mean, all right, cool. Like, I traded in a rich, na going into a rich neighborhood for candy, you know, I guess. 
Oh but, my gosh, big bars. Yeah, full bars. Oh, oh yeah. is trick or treating back this year? I don't know. I don't know. We didn't go last year, huh? Mm-mm. No, it was too weird. I don't know. I think I don't know. If we're, I don't know if we're going trick or treating this year, we might. I mean, because like speaking of rich neighborhoods, the neighborhood over here by us, they 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 go all out with their decorations. I mean, the last time we went, it was before COVID, of course. So we'll see. But yeah, they give out the big bars. They got like their own haunted houses and stuff. Like it, it's yeah, it was a fun time. Are you dressing up for Halloween? I am not. I did not really plan this well this year. Um, I mean, like the only costume I really have on hand is Lard Lad from The Simpsons. I just can't buy my red bow tie. Like I have what? it in the <laughs> Like I have oh, my overall. I, <laughs> I know. You know, I, I like That's to be sexy. Oh, know? I love that movie. Yeah, you know, I like to be sexy. I dress up as a donut man. <laughs> Um, oh my god. But I might go as Lard Lad. Like I have the donut inflatable. Like I have the letters already cut out to say Lard Lad Donuts. Please do that. I wanna see like oh <laughs> what That's about you guys? Are you gonna dress up? Yeah. yeah. Are you I didn't even ask you, are you gonna I am. Oh I'm gonna be um Persephone, the goddess this of the girl. Underworld. This girl. And what's 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 Maddox gonna be? Maddox is gonna be Oogie Boogie. <laughs> Aww. My baby is gonna be Oogie Boogie. Um, my mom crocheted him a Oogie Boogie costume. Yeah, so good. Oh, that's so sweet. And my husband's gonna be Hades. Oh, so Persephone and Hades. Yeah. Ugh, such a nerd. Sweet. <laughs> so awesome. What about you? I mean, I have. I always have multiple costumes. Like I wore my cowboy costume last night, or my sheriff sheriff cherry costume. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I went to Glam Factory. Have you been, like, when you've been out here, have you been to Glam Factory? I haven't. Oh, my gosh. It's it's one of George's friends, Steph. She owns it. It's a secondhand store, but they have clothes from, like, like well, I think, like, not th- maybe 40s to, like, the 90s. Ooh. And um, I got a really rad Western shirt there yesterday, so I'm like, I'm going to wear this as many times as I can. It's so amazing. Like, it's like a legit Western shirt, like, with the black top and then the red, and those are, like, my favorite colors. Mm. So you could wear that all the time. You'll probably be maybe a werewolf cowboy for just to mix it up. Ooh, that's exciting. Classic. Um, <laughs> yeah, werewolf cowboy. I mean, I don't know what like how, how else to segue this conversation to anything else, but I don't know, any last words, any movie <laughs> recommendations before we go or? Ooh, you have any movie recommendations? Oh, you know what? I don't think enough people have seen the faculty. <gasps> I haven't heard of it. Um, it's 90s, the 90s, late 90s, late 90s awesomeness. If you guys haven't watched it, it's not Wes Craven. No, I don't it? think so. Is it? I don't know. I see, we have to look that it's, one up. I don't remember, but um, it's like um, Invasion of the Body yes, Snatchers, yes. but set in a in high a 90s school. high school in Ohio with Elijah Wood. Ooh, okay, that sounds really good. You haven't seen it? No, I oh, haven't. Oh, it's very good. No. It's very good. Um, there's some cameos in it too, which I didn't really notice until like later. Like the mom from Carrie is one of the faculty members. Oh yeah. And I love watching it now that I work for the school district. Like <laughs> yeah. watching it now, I'm just like, yeah, right. <laughs> like that would not fly. <laughs> so it's another like 90s, like awesome, just amazing It's movie. so, so, and it's humorous at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very humorous. And you know, like, baby Elijah Wood, oh, he's so adorable. Those big eyes. Yeah. I think, yeah, no, yeah, definitely watch The Faculty. And then like we were saying earlier, um, Freaky. Freaky. And then if anyone like wants to be like really scared, then yes, Ouija, <laughs> Origins of Evil. 
Yeah, definitely that. Oh, and great. then I know Scream, the new Scream's coming out, so maybe refresh yourself with all the Scream movies. Yeah, because they're gonna throw, they're throwing a bunch at you. This one, they're like, there's all these theories coming out. That Do you think like, it's Dewey? I don't think it's Dewey. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but Scream, they're not calling it Scream 5. They're calling it Scream. It might be Dewey. I don't know. I don't like that. (laughs) I will recommend uh, if you guys want to start or if you guys want to kickstart a phobia, definitely watch Arachnophobia. Uh, Oh, yes. Because I watched that one as a kid. And to this day, I am still terrified of spiders and I'm still trying to work through that fear. Um, oh my gosh, that movie was very icky. The graphics in that were amazing. Yeah, because that was a 90s movie too, right? Oh, wait. What's his name? Why can't it? John Goodman. I forget. No, John Goodman's in it though, isn't he? I don't know. Is he in it? I I remember that. I'm not even afraid of spiders and that messed me up. My husband can't watch it. No? Well, but definitely watch that movie. He's a little soft. So if anyone feels like kickstarting a phobia, <laughs> definitely watch that one. Or, I mean, you brought up um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That one's a really great movie as well. The God, it came out in like 1950s or 19... I remember it was like I, original I haven't seen that one. They redid it in the 80s or 90s, I believe. But when that movie first came out, I know it's supposed to mirror like the Red Scare. <laughs> I got scared. Sorry. I was like, oh no, my door's closing. <laughs> So whoever's listening, definitely watch any of the movies that we've mentioned. It's very much well worth your time, unless we said otherwise. Uh, so until <laughs> next time, if you guys ever want to like come back on, please feel free. Um, yes. Thank you. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for a bit of your time. I really appreciate this. Thank you. We had fun. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs>